Welcome back to the 3x5 Live podcast. Yes, Jesse is back. I didn't sing it. I got we had the oh. low we had the <laughs> lowest downloads ever last week when you weren't on. Oh, babesy. That's a complete lie, but I just wanted to make oh, you feel good. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so last week we dove into the weekly review. I kind of broke down how I bookend the week with a weekly review. I had a handful of people reach out to kind of get a still image of kind of what that looks like. Um, so if you're still interested, feel free to reach out at jesse.brian at 3x5life.com. Uh, on this podcast, we talk about... Inflammation. So we're coming to you live. We took our little homeschool family on the road this week, and we were just in Colonial Williamsburg, and now last yesterday we made it to Hilton Head <clears throat> Island, South Carolina. Feels like summer here, so I feel like we're chasing summer quite a bit, um, but... We, we were talking about how when we're on the road, sometimes it's it's hard to stay true to like what we normally eat at home. Like even just like trying to get from, from Williamsburg to um, Hilton Head yesterday, trying to figure out where to stop and what that those restaurants can look like and what can we feed our bodies to make us have as much energy as possible because we needed it for the seven and a half hour car ride for the kiddo, with the kiddos. And so it got us thinking about inflammation and how food really does make or break your energy levels and the way that you can show up. So um, there is a lot of misinformation about inflammation, but what all researchers, scientists, you know, nutritionists can agree on is that when your body is is consistently or constantly inflamed, it can have lasting health issues for you. So it can cause heart disease, it can cause certain types of cancers, but on like a minute level, it can also cause things like brain fog and low energy and swelling and bloating and just overall feeling crappy. Um, And so I'm going to look at inflammation today, or we're going to look at inflammation today through the lens of food and how you can use food. We've talked about elimination diets before, which is one way to get a handle on what foods are actually causing inflammation. But another way is to just think about food as from like a biological standpoint. I, I love how you just glossed over that we stopped in Colonial Williamsburg and you didn't mention at all. That we met Thomas Jefferson and James Madison. Yeah, <laughs> like in person, you know, in character. It was insane. If you've never been, it was it was the first time. Well, both Fry and I had gone when we were little, but we didn't remember it. And so they did homeschool days um, this week where they had like activities geared towards kids. And I'm telling you, these people who are dressed up in character. I mean, we literally sat with Thomas Jefferson for a good half hour. Literally sat with him? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was sitting on a bench in a garden and people were asking him questions and he knew the most ridiculous minute details of history. It was crazy and my little ones loved it. So if you haven't gone there, we're we're thinking about going back to the 1800s. (laughs) Speaking of inflammation. (laughs) Okay. What? So... Back to inflammation. Oh, I was going to say, what does that have <laughs> I just to wanted to hear you go on a riff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm a little tired, too. Um, okay, so I, when I explain like how our bodies work in our systems, I like to think about our bodies as like a computer. Um, and if you think about your body as a computer, what we eat and what we put into our system, we need to be really clear about what we are 
consuming because if you're eating whole foods, plant foods, vegetables, fruits, grains, things that your body can recognize for what they are, if you look at it from a macromolecule standpoint, your body's trying to say like, okay, is this a protein? Is this an amino acid? Is this a carbohydrate? You know, what am I eating? And if it can recognize it, then it's like all systems fire and it knows exactly what to do with it. It digests it, it processes it, and the quicker you can digest your food, the less chance you have for your body to become inflamed. But what happens is when we put processed foods, highly like Franken foods, where you have chemical additives or preservatives or things that don't come naturally as a whole food into your body, your system literally says like cannot compute. And so what happens is instead of being able to digest that food and use it for energy or stored energy or you know whatever whatever your body needs at that moment, it stays in your system, it isn't digested, and it can affect your gut, and it causes inflammation. So your body stores it as fat, and that's when you start to see kind of like the bloating and the different like symptoms of that that chronic inflammation. So long story long (laughs) is when we are intentional about the foods that we eat, the idea is to limit inflammation before it becomes an issue. Because when it becomes an issue, that's when you start to see joint pains or, the, the like I said, the brain fog or just overall stress and fatigue. Um, so diet, again, food is fuel, food is medicine, just bringing it back to that. Yeah, so Jesse always breaks down the, the science of things and uh, I break down kind of you know, how I've used it in my life. And so inflammation for me, uh, as many of you know, I run ultra marathons and it became very present with me being an experiment. So if I had a ultra marathon and I came back and I, you know, I eat a plant-based diet, but I had like junk food, plant-based processed food, plant-based meal after my race, I would be considerably more swollen the next day, my recovery would take longer. But if I would just, you know, dive in, have a massive green smoothie or just easily digestible food, low inflammatory foods, like my recovery was so much faster, mm-hmm. like insanely noticeably faster. Um, and that's when I became a believer when I actually saw it in real time when I would abuse my body through these races or even just through really hard training and how quickly I would bounce back when I was in alignment with low inflammatory foods. Yeah, so I mean, you just gave an example of how to use it after the fact. Like if you're already starting to feel the inflammation or things are coming on. And even like, let's be honest, going out and like not sleeping and, you know, drinking a lot of alcohol and you go out to dinner and then you're eating your French fries and, you know, your processed foods. And the next day, like I always talk about how my ring, I never take my rings off and my rings get really tight. So like at that moment when I'm like, oh, like that's a good indicator that like you're just, your body's kind of like working through some things that day after is just as important as like the before because then that day instead of eating more greasy food and piling it on that's the day to kind of clean up your diet drink lots and lots of water there are certain foods like ginger and turmeric and tart cherry and things that you can do to reduce inflammation once it hits so that you don't keep building upon what's happening like it's really easy when we have inflammation like on the external surface that results in like rashes or skins or or, or like our skin eczema or like things that, that go on that you can physically see But when it's inflammation in our body, it's a little bit trickier to diagnose. So I always like think about it as if I know that I was eating, you know, a way, which is okay, right? Like those days that you eat stuff that does cause the inflammation, that next day is just as important to kind of get it in check and to to kind of reevaluate. Yeah. And also I want to dive into digestion for a section, for a second. And what kind of that looks like too, because 
the your body uses the most amount of energy to digest food. Mm-hmm. So if you are eating highly processed foods that take a long time to digest or are very hard to digest, then your body's just throwing a ton of energy at the digestion process when you could be utilizing that energy to live life. Right. I mean, people that makes me think of too, like when you eat a food, like a you eat something that's like heavy in vegetables and you know has the, the good for you foods in it, you literally feel lighter, like you yeah. don't feel as heavy. Like when you eat those processed foods, it feels like there's like a rock in your stomach and it's because technically there kind of is, like your body's like working yeah. through that. So I love looking at it through energy, looking at it through feeling better, you know, having less brain fog, being able to show up in a way that you wanna show up. Um, and so just thinking about your relationship, like are you feeling inflamed? Are there certain foods that are triggers for you? How do you eliminate those foods? Or how do you substitute something that might be a little bit better for you? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this semi little deep dive into (laughs) inflammation and digestion. I would suggest, so I was, there's a podcast, um, Rich Roll podcast is one of my favorite podcasts. And um, he just interviewed Dr. Andrew Weil or Weil, Weil, I think it is. And um, who is a famous doctor in terms of functional medicine. And he Mm -hmm. just did a whole podcast on inflammation. So if this is a topic that you're super interested in or that you want to dig a little bit deeper, I would check out that podcast and and for some more information. Yeah. So if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do um, write us a review. That would be fantastic. It helps with the rankings. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please subscribe, like, share with a friend. And uh, if you haven't checked out the 3x5 Life product, please visit our website at 3x5life.com. And until next week, see ya. Bye. Hello, world, wake me up to another good.